What is up, everybody? I'm Garrett the Trash Man, your host of Trash Talk. It is Tuesday, and we've got a guest here with us. Johnny, what's up, boy? What's up, guys? Johnny, boy, what's up is what I meant to say. Boy. Boy. <laughs> so, um, we've had John on here a few times, and uh, John's uh, John's got a lot of stuff to share. You want to real quick give a recap for people that maybe haven't listened to prior podcasts of what you do and who you are? What I do and who I am. Well, um, my name is John Ballard. I uh, have a small home care company here in the White Mountains, and I also dabble in uh, flipping houses as well here in the Snowflake, Arizona area, and I'm a hometown boy. Hometown. Born and bred. Um... I'm a tall, white, goofy, white guy, um, and most people who know me pretty well say I'm kind of weird. So, class A hustler is uh, what John is. So, before we dive into our rants, um, want to thank Larson Waste, world's best trash company, hands down. Don't don't doubt it for sponsoring this podcast. Um, if you are in the White Mountains or in Rim Country. Hit us up, um, Larson Waste, across all social media platforms, see what's on going on with them, or follow me, Garrett the Trash Man, across all social media platforms, and you will see what Larson Waste is up to, and we appreciate them um, sponsoring our podcast. Now, John, mm-hmm. let's talk about the fact that you're not a Larson Waste customer. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a roundabout way, I am. That's true. We do haul your trash. You just refuse to have curbside pickup. <laughs> doesn't want to break the bank with our heavy I fees. Know. I'm a, I know. I am a... Well, I probably shouldn't say that, but... Um, let, uh, let me just get a commitment. I won't make you say something you don't want to say. If anyone was going to haul your trash curbside, who would it be? Oh, hell's to the yeah, it'd be Larson Waste. There we go. That, that any works. day of the week. Any day of the week. That's the, that works for me. Because like I said, John is a class A hustler. And so, like, if there's a chance to, to save some money, you better believe he's like, I'm going to save some money. I, I do have a comment on that, though. Yeah. You've probably still made more money than a regular customer off me because of all the roll-offs. That's true. The dude's flipping houses, got to get roll-offs. Things or, or, like or when I come and dump the dump trailer. Yeah, it's true. So I can't complain. Again, appreciate Larson Waste for sponsoring this podcast. Now, let's roll into our rants. John, do you feel ready or should I rant first? I'm good, but you go first. All right, you sure? Yeah. I mean, you said you're good. I, I'm ready like, if you... Is it, if, it, if it's right there on the tip of your tongue, you just go okay. for it. I'll go. So my rant for today is if you have set up rules for yourself, if you've, you know, you've, you've set up your rules, your laws, your, your whatever it is that you're going to live by, stick to them. Because the second you don't, it's going to come back to bite you. Um... I had setting up rules, and because at times I am overly nice and generous to, at times, and and uh, and if you ask some of my staff, I, I may at times let people take advantage of me. Um, it kind of came back to bite me. And it's not. It wasn't a big situation, but it was one of those things where I was like, "Man, I wouldn't be pissed about this whole situation if I had just stuck to my own rules that I'd already set in place." And I wouldn't be pissed about it, and and we wouldn't have this situation on our hands if I would have just stuck to the rules and 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 done what I knew I should have instead of saying, well, 
you know what, I'll be nice in this situation and be generous and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So rules, obviously it's always be, I'm the type that will always be overly generous, but on the flip side, stick to the rules that will protect you to make your life easier. That's my rant. So I want to ask you about this overly generous thing. And I'm going to say it because I've experienced myself in this way. And I think it's something that, that's worth exploring. So I find myself saying this overly generous, this caring type thing in many situations as kind of a cover-up to what's really going on. And 95% of the time for myself, when I dig into it and like really look at it, it's very rarely has anything to do with me wanting to be generous or anything like that and has a lot more to do with me wanting to be liked. And I have a hard hard time overcoming that I've got to be awake to it because my natural like what what I fall back to my my human my my natural man is always like do whatever to be liked yeah and so I will shoot myself in the foot to be liked if I don't stop myself wake myself up and be like you know what and and like I said I've just curious if that has anything to do with you absolutely i think the part of that that applied to me was i didn't want to create conflict with that person because if you create conflict with someone they don't like you yeah. typically unless there's someone who is a, a, has enough emotional intelligence to say hey listen i understand why he's doing this i'm not going to get emotionally upset about this i'm going to understand why he did it and actually appreciate him for that. And most people aren't going to do that. Yeah, that's few and far between, at least in the moment. Exactly. Now, I've had situations um, where I've like had that, and, and what I've come to realize is what's important to me is having deep and meaningful relationships in yeah. life. And most of the time when I wrap it up as being generous, what I, the most helpful thing I could really actually do for the other person is stick to the rules that I set up explain to them why those rules are there and why they're not falling in the boundaries of whatever the situation might be and that actually serves them and in the moment they might not like what's happening Mm -hmm. but over time they'll respect what i did Mm -hmm. and that will actually serve to build a meaningful relationship yeah and i've I've definitely experienced that a lot in my life um, especially running the company like man i so many times uh well, anytime I've got to let someone go in the company, like yeah. that's never an easy conversation. I, I push it off way too long many times just because and, I don't want to have conflict. And because I didn't do it, now I won't have a meaningful relationship with the, a meaningful relationship with that person. Well, well I, my, I, I, I destroyed the, the opportunity yeah, for a it. lot of times in my experience. Like I create a way bigger mess um, by uh, not doing what I know I need yeah. to do. So, yeah, dude, that that's a good rant, dude. You set them up and you stay by them. Because yep. I, I think 90% of the time, like, we all kind of know what to do. But then we talk ourselves out of it or start, you know, doing other things. So, like that rant. Thank you. Love it, Johnny. I, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> Hence why I shared it. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, mine uh, is pretty simple. I got a chance um, this last weekend. It's been a while since I've spent um, a few days just with the family and pretty disconnected. Not totally disconnected, but um, pretty disconnected. And the value in that and the value of, like, soaking that up. Um, I'm always talking about working. I do work a lot. um, uh, And anybody that's up to anything in their life probably does work quite a bit. 
and just the value that you can bring um, even if it's not uh, the quantity of time the value you can bring in quality of time mm-hmm. and that doesn't necessarily like this last weekend we were at the lake and like that was fun and that was great but it doesn't have to be at the lake it can be the six minutes that I get many times that's all I get with my son during the day so I show up and he's getting in bed and I get a few minutes to read his stories with him and talk to him with for a little bit and those six minutes like if I show up and I'm intentional and I'll leave everything else that I've got from that day all that all behind and just be like all I care about is like being with him and just being with him um it's so um crazy to me how how impactful those times can be and I think a lot of times in society they push the the qual the quantity that's so important. They mm-hmm. oh you've got to beat every baseball game or you've got to beat uh, this you've got to spend this much time if you're working you've got to have a work life balance and you know that may be true for someone that may not be for another. I know if I'm home at five every day, like I'm not doing enough for myself to provide for the family, mm-hmm. and so I. I I have a hard time being present with them. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but it's also a flip side. You can, if, if you're not being present for those five minutes, I mean, then you're getting the worst of both worlds. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. I, I guess. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I couldn't agree more. Um, it's funny that you say that because just this weekend, me and my wife were kind of having the same situation of like, hey, you know, like you, I'm gone a lot. I don't see my two little girls very often. And so, when it is like uh, we need to be more present with them and we need to um, really make them feel like when 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 I'm there like I'm there with them and I'm not because I'll admit it's hard I get home and I'm wasted I'm oh, just yeah. I'm beat and I'm like dude I don't want to I don't want to go help clean the kitchen I don't want to go do stuff around the house like I don't I want to chill and go to bed mm-hmm. like I want to go take a shower eat dinner and go to bed mm-hmm. and and uh but when I do take the time to do that, I, I 100% agree with what you're saying. It makes a huge difference. Uh, and uh, makes for a happier life, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, moving on from the rants, mm-hmm. getting into our podcast today. So, John and I, or John has talked with a few of us that have been to a course that's called create powerful leadership i believe it's something called like that it's by a company called Encore. and uh anyway someone from the company had reached out to me i'd been to two courses and said hey we've got an upcoming course in september and we'd really appreciate if you'd make a post on social media about how the course has impacted your life and i was like absolutely would love to do that because i'm i'm honestly talking about the course all the time whether it's directly or or just talking about something i learned from the course and since you'd had a little bit of exposure, I thought it'd be a useful way to do that was I could share what I would share on a social media post and uh, then, sh- you know, see if you had any questions or, or see what, what comes of that conversation, see mm-hmm. how that, that occurs for you. Um, because it has been something that's radically transformed my life and transformed mine and my wife's relationship and really gone into every part of my life. Hatch Toyota, what's up? Um, <laughs> um, 
So what I wanted to to get at was just give a quick overview of it. So so they call it a course, and it really is a course. Um, so you show up, and, and many people, you know, have been to seminars, um, expos, things like that. Um, it's it's not anything like that that I've uh, I've been to before, and I've been to plenty of those. And this was something completely different. And from the very start, you could feel it was different. From the moment you sign up with the course, they start sending you the course rules. And they're very clear about what these rules are. And it's like, hey, if you're going to be here, this is what you're agreeing to do. And they also send out pre-reading material that was a little bit different than anything I had ever read before. I was kind of like, okay, some of it seemed like kind of obvious stuff, but it was talking about it in a different way. And I'm like... Okay, I kind of dismissed some of it. Like, I know what that is. I know what an agreement is. Like, that's obvious. I know what, uh, you know, arrogance is. Like, I know what that is, and I kind of dismissed it. And anyway, but when we got to the course and started going through it, it really is a three-day, very intensive course that transforms your life more than anything else I've experienced in such a short time. And it it was such a transformative thing for me that... I actually had a tough time sleeping for months afterwards because it changed the way that I view the world completely. Like my my worldview, the way I viewed my past, my past experiences, the way I viewed of who I am and how I'm operating in the world and the way that I view like what I can create out in the future was completely changed by this course in three days. And so much so that legitimately like I, I couldn't sleep because it felt as if my world had been turned upside down and that I'd been awakened to actually everything that was going on in the world. And um, sharing that with my wife and trying to share that with, you know, the person that's close to me in the world was like, you know, I, I can't, like, teach this course. Yeah. It's it's um, experimental, which a lot of – there's a lot of stuff out there and people have – you know, things around courses where they say, hey, you can't explain it. It's experimental, you know, because there's a lot of shenanigans out there. But that that's all it was. However, it was experimental for her in how she was experiencing me. Mm. And she was like, I have a completely different person over there. Like, like the person that I had hoped to be married to, like when I saw the best, like that's what I've got over there. And it wasn't like that all the time. I'm always showing up that way. But she's like something that I would see maybe 10% of the time. All of a sudden, I'm getting 60% of the time or 75% of the time. And like it's more often than not that I'm getting that person. And that's like incredible to me. Mm-hmm. And so that produced her coming to the next course with me. And and it was I, – I experienced her the same way in and after that course. And it deepened our relationship in a way that – you know, her and I, um, you know this, John, but not uh, not everyone that listens knows this. We and her started dating when um, I think I was 17. Oh, I thought you guys were like four or something. Four. No, I just- <laughs> <laughs> well, I th- you know what? I think I did date her like for, for a little split when I was like 14 and stuff. But like the serious dating started at 17 and that was – I haven't been on a date with another girl since I was 17. And so like we've known each other for a very, very long time. And it was like in this short amount of time, like less than 18 months, 
us both going to this course like deepened our relationship much much deeper than any relationship I've ever ever had like I didn't understand what relationships were I didn't ever feel like I was connected to people and and that's changed everything and so it's a work that it it brings you into where there's continually work to be done in it like it's Mm -hmm. not like uh, arriving at a mountaintop of anything however it definitely in my experience was something like being awakened to what's actually going on in the world and what I've experienced is I'm able to go out in the world and just like the course says, create powerful, like I'm, I'm actually able to go out and create my life. And, you know, that was sort of a mystery. Like I'd read, read a million self-help books and a lot of that is really good. But even those things, I felt like I understood on so much of a deeper level. Mm-hmm. Like what I was reading before, I was like, how, how did I not read this and like understand this in this way? Or at the, that level of profoundness. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, exactly. It was like, whoa, like, holy cow, I see what this guy's saying now. This word right here that I thought was one thing, like, I can see it as something that's completely different. And so that's that's a long-winded version. I'll, I'll make something that's more concise to to share this. But I will be sharing a link to, to a video they put together and a landing page they've got for it. But it has hands down been, you know an incredibly impactful um, course in my life and one that, you know, I'll, I'll be going to again. I won't, won't be going to this one here in September and that's just because we'll have a brand new baby. Um, yeah, that, that kind of tends that, to yeah. complicate and, plans. And, and I, uh, you know, if I'm going, I'm going to be 100% engaged in because it's so valuable. I would not allow anything to take my focus away from what I can do in those three days and so that's what um, the Create Powerful course has has been for me um, I've I've continued to work with Encore in in a way with a, a leadership group and it's also been hugely impactful and so yeah wanted to, to just share that with everybody um and with you, because you and I have talked about it, and I don't think I've ever, like, concisely shared really yeah. what my experience was with it. And, um, you know, whether whether you end up going or not, you know, there's really nothing there for me. But, like, that's, that's what it was for me. And a lot of people that listen to this podcast have heard Jeremy come onto the podcast. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy is actually the person that introduced me to that group. And if you've listened to the podcast with him, you you can tell he's a person that's moving about in the world in a very powerful way mm-hmm. a very absolutely. powerful way absolutely um, and if you haven't listened to them go back and listen to those because they're freaking awesome podcasts and so I guess what what has your experience been of people talking about Encore and, and like what where are you at with that that whole thing so the, how I got onto it and I am I like I don't think my wife completely understands this, but like, I really, really want to get to one of those. I'm not going to be able to make the September one either just because of some stuff we got going on. But, um, but I got onto it first. I took, so I, I created a habit of taking successful business owners out to lunch and just learning from them and, and just soaking up some of their knowledge, you know, and, and, and just learning how to associate with other people who are accomplishing this, the kind of things that I want to accomplish in my life and doing, and, and being the kind of people 
that that that, that I want to become. And uh, and so I took Jeremy out to lunch, and I started asking him these questions. And he's like, "Well, why are you asking these questions?" And I and I in a very poor, poor, very poorly communicated kind of, you know, why I was doing it and just kind of some of my intentions in life and what I wanted to do. And he says, dude, you need to, you need to get to this Entecore course. And I'm like, well, what the hell is that? <laughs> and I heard no Entecore. And, and as he talked to it, um, and we talked pretty in depth, you know, it was supposed to be a, a quick, you know, just a quick lunch you know, get to know you a little bit, talk a little bit, and then thank you for your time and see you. And I, I think we sat in that little restaurant for over two hours. Hmm. I mean, and, and I mean, my mind was blown by some of the stuff he was telling me. And it wasn't anything like crazy or it was just yeah. so like almost duh. Oh, yeah. But yeah. so like, dude, mind blown, like, bah. And, and then, and then I talked to you one time pretty pretty in detail about it and I've talked to you a little bit about it here and there and then we actually took Jeremy and Shauna and I went with, and I took Steph my wife and we sat down with them and talked with them again about it and uh, and and what I want one thing that I've noticed in in developing myself and, and trying to better myself is when I see someone that I, you know, I'm learning for like some sort of mentor or someone that I love to like read their books or their material or whatever. Mm-hmm. Someone that, that that's created the things in life that I want to be able to create for me and my family. I've noticed a couple of things is that life to that, like their lives aren't accidents. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, like yeah. and, and, and I felt like the majority of my life, honestly, like, yes, I've learned a lot of good things in my life. But like so much of my life is accidental. And I'm not talking about being a control freak. That's not at all what I'm talking about. I'm like, but when the big moments in their lives happen, they're not surprised. Yeah. Life isn't an accident to them. Like this is exactly what we've been working for. Yeah. You know, they can't control the timeline, but when it happens, it's like, oh, it's about time that happened, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So, so life is not an accident and people who are able to, to re- achieve whatever form of success that they're trying to f- to to create in life they have this sense of like clarity of of understanding like who they are what they want and I've never really had that. Like, I've always felt like I kind of just wander around like a chicken with my head cut off. <laughs> like, oh, hope something good drops in my lap. Hope I win. Exactly. Win, like, I'm like, oh, I started a business. I hope it goes good. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I heard, uh, this has been a couple of years ago, but there was a podcast and they were talking about that. And they said something, it was some ridiculous number, like over half the people in the United States of America believe like the number one way to get rich is winning the lottery. winning the lottery or becoming famous like those were the two main things that they're like oh yeah that's how you get rich (laughs) oh geez but but yeah like so many people whether they articulate that are essentially saying the same thing like Oh, I start a business. Hope it, hope it turns out good. Hope it works. You know, I'll, I'll work. I'll, I'll work hard, and and maybe it'll be good. And I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, you gotta work hard and, and all that. But I feel like there's there's some other things that need there, to be there going on. There might be something that's missing there. And, there might and, be and more. then as I've been reading books and listening to other podcasts and just consuming other content, I'm like, they they have these things of these intangibles, and I'm like, how do I? 
how do I get myself on that path? Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's not going to happen overnight, but but how do I how do I start developing that in myself, in my family, in my business? Like how how do I start getting those things in my life? And and how can I develop that? And so that you know, by the time I get to this person's age, you know, I can I can achieve my form of su- su- success. Yeah. And achieve and become what I want to become. And uh, and then after talking to Jeremy and you guys, I was like, "Yep, I need that. That's what's good." <laughs> that that's sounds the, like it might be that, some useful. That, for that, that and the other big thing is, is I I've learned recently. I've kind of had a, a self realization that a big part of that is learning more about me and and the thing I need to learn the things about myself that I don't know. Yeah, and and that's kind of been one of the things I've been thinking a lot about recently. And, you know, between talking to you guys and even watching some of the videos they had on there, I just kept on coming across like this feeling of like, you're going to learn a lot of these things that you're looking for. It, it, this this course sounds like, you know, this is going to help me find some of these things that I'm looking for in my life. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely, like, for me, there was like so much more there than I even thought that I could be looking for yeah and so yeah so i i'll i'll wrap it up with this because we've been going for a while um one of the things that i took from it was um and and i've been developing this as as i go about but if you want to be happy take away the expectations you have of people in your life don't don't expect things from people and before the course i would have heard that in a very different way than i did after the course and i've uh I've actually had the experience of in the gym having a conversation with someone and that being so outrageous to a person that wasn't even in the conversation that they came and inserted themselves in the conversation. We're like, what did you just say? (laughs) No, you've got to have expectations. Like, I've got high expectations of my husband. I'm like, you know, I found that it was really powerful in my marriage to take away any expectations I have with my wife. Like, we, we try to clean those up and and call those out and eliminate them anytime we see them between each other, and that's been useful every in every asset of my life. So uh, that that's all in with like if you want to be happy, eliminate the eliminate the expectations that you have in your life. Um, just uh, so yeah. Anything else you want to want to share? Parting words, dude. I want to get to one of these so bad. Oh, I really you'll, do. You'll get there. I know. All right. Appreciate you guys listening. Um, Hit us up on social media, like I said, Garrett the Trash Man, G-A-R-E-T-T, the Trash Man, across all the platforms. John, you got anything you want to plug? Go Larson Waste. Whoop, whoop. All right, peace. Music for Makers.com.